And now, Life, Lessons, and Laughter, with your host, Glenn Ambrose, of Life Enhancement Services of Rhode Island. Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Glenn Ambrose, and uh, today we're going to be talking about not reacting to situations. Just uh, pausing for a moment before you react. Um, a lot of times in our lives where we're put in situations, we're kind of put on the spot, and um, we feel like we need to give an answer right away. So the the first thing that we need to learn to do is just pause for a moment. Uh, I actually do it a lot while I'm recording this podcast. <laughs> it's, uh, it's true, you do. I do. I pause for a moment. I don't try to force the words to come out. Uh, sometimes I just kind of slow down and let them come out. And it's we we have this need to to answer somebody when they ask us things a lot of times, and it gets us into trouble. Um, a lot of times people will ask me if I can do something. And I've got a lot of different things going on. So the first thing I try to do is say, you know, well, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, let me look into it. Something like that. Just don't give them an answer. Most times they don't need an answer right away. You know, so it's there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And then you can kind of look at your schedule, look at what you're getting into and uh, see if it fits in. You know, a lot of people overextend themselves a lot. And they've got 10 different things going on. And, you know, we're, we're busy as it is. We don't need to run around um, overextending ourselves, doing things that, that we just shouldn't be doing, that we shouldn't be able to squeeze in. And, um, you know, I think that it's... That's a big aspect of our lives where we're on autopilot so much that we just live our lives reactionary. And it is a, a lot about slowing down and giving the appropriate answer. You know, and I, I also heard this recently. Uh, somebody was saying, it's, if you say no to something that somebody's asking you to do, a lot of times it's better for them than if you said yes and were only able to give it a small portion of your attention. Um, you know, that that's one thing that we do. If we can't put our full attention onto something, then we end up doing something half-ass, and it doesn't come out that good anyway. You know, so if if you do need to turn somebody down for something, the there's a possibility that in that situation you can tell them, listen, I can't give you or this project the attention that it deserves. So I'm going to have to pass. Maybe we can do it at another time or something like that. You know, um, don't we get hooked up on doing things out of, out of the pressure of just being asked? You know, and the, the other thing that leads to a lot of times is lying. You know, I mean, how many times did people say, hey, you're going to go, uh, you want to go out tomorrow night? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no intention of going, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. absolutely none. And it's, it's interesting. This is something I noticed oh, probably like eight years ago. I was, I was um, with a group of people and somebody was having a party and they came up uh, to the group of about four or five of us and they said, Glenn, you got to come to my party tomorrow night. 
You got to come. And I was like, well, what is it, Saturday? You know what? I had a long week. I'm just going to, when I get out of work, I'm just going to go home and lay on the couch and watch a movie. I'm just not up for going out to a party. I just need to relax and just have a little Glen time, you know. And they're like, oh, okay. They were used to that type of honesty and that type of answer from me, and they didn't second guess it. Now they they went to the person right next to me, and they said the same thing. Oh, you have to come. And they're like, oh, no, I can't. And the person attacked them. They were like, what do you mean you can't come? You have to come. I mean, you know, they took it very personally and started started giving this person a hard time right after I said I wasn't going to go and I was going to lay on my butt watching TV, <laughs> you know, but they didn't give me a hard time. And it's it's interesting, right at that time, I noticed the dynamic was different, different between myself and the person asking and the person asking and the other person. You know, so I looked at that and it was like, it, it's because... I didn't live in a reactionary state for a while, and that's how this person knew me. When I got when they got my answer, it was it was thought out, it was honest, and it come came from a loving place. I wasn't not going to their party because I didn't want to be around them. I just needed to take care of myself a little bit, and I didn't feel like going out. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything negative about them, and that's how they received it. Um, so we have to keep in mind it's the the energy in which we say things that is important that's how people will perceive them you know, a lot of times we'll we'll say yes to something because we feel a pressure that that they're going to the other person's going to feel bad if we don't say yes you know the, what about lying to them you know don't you, <laughs> do you think that they're going to feel bad when you lie to them um, you know, but we don't think that far in advance. It's just all reactionary, reactionary. So it's, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll be there, I'll be there. And then nobody shows up, you know. Now, out of that situation, if five people say, yeah, I'll be there, and they don't show up, and one person says, no, I'm sorry, I, I can't make it. I've had a long week. I'm going to lay around and relax. Which one are they going to have more respect for? Yeah, you know they're they're gonna have more respect for the person that actually told them the truth, and probably get irritated with the people that just lied. So, but so my question for this is, one, uh, why do you think we react too much, uh, too soon? Is it because of obligation? Is it because of uh, anxiety of of you know not wanting to disappoint? Is it? You know what? What what is the reason why we are so quick to answer and tell them? Because I I also feel like you never most people don't answer quickly in the negative. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's not it's not like, hey, you got to come to my party. Nah, I'm I'm good. Bye. Yeah, like <laughs> just without thinking about it. Like, oh, maybe I wanted to go to that party. It's like, oh yeah, I'll hang out with you on Friday night, and then you don't know, no. or like, yeah, I'll help you move. Great, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and then also, well, well, yeah. Let's just answer that one first. Why yeah. do you think that uh, that we that we answer quickly, that we don't pause, that we react too fast? Uh, it is. It is a lot about the pressure. You know, we, we don't want to let people down. We're so concerned 
that people are going to judge us and put us down. It's part of the society we live in. And the other aspect of it is just plain living unconsciously. You know, most of us are walking around not thinking about this stuff. We just, we're very habitual people. We fall into habits. What's easiest? What's quickest? What gets me out of this situation? You know, that's what, one of the reasons why people don't say no so quickly because that pulls them in to something that they're not trying to get pulled into. <laughs> you know, a yes ends the conversation. Sure, I'll be there. Next. You know, we get, we get to move on with our lives. The no gets them sucked in. Well, now I have to explain myself. What if they don't like my explanation? And, and it's a lot of the hypothetical stuff that, that, condition, that our minds play. And it probably played these scenarios out at a very early age. And then by the time we hit early adulthood, it's just conditioned responses. You know, that's why living consciously is so important. You know, um, living on purpose, living with, with a, a sense of reason behind what we do as opposed to just living out of reaction you know the we are we are very concerned about how people are going to view us too you know that's that's a huge pressure because we're we're very judgmental you know we're a very judgmental society so we're very worried about how people are going to judge us and you know, one, one thing that I do to try to combat that in my regular life is my driving. Oh, have I mentioned this before? I don't uh, think so. Uh, uh, no, sure. Well, one thing I do when I drive is most of the times when I get in my vehicle, I'll just do a little mental check and say, this is judgment-free driving. <laughs> it's, ju- <laughs> it's just it's a little thing that I came up with that's been really helpful and effective because one thing I found, whether it be in a 30-minute or a 60-minute workout in a gym, you're isolated in that. The rest of the world is blocked out. You're just in a gym right. working out. So it's a really good place to learn things, learn healthy tools and ways of thinking and looking at things because the rest of the world outside influences are blocked out. And it's the same thing when you're driving. The, the rest of the world is kind of blocked out. You're locked in that little vehicle for a period of time. And when I drive, I'll just, I'm saying judgment-free. Now, you know, to get there, I have to think like, okay, well, if that person cuts me off, um, why did they cut me off? I mean, I'm, I'm an intellectual being. I need to kind of give myself a little bit of food to understand some of the possibilities here. You know, the possibility is maybe, you know, maybe the woman that cut me off is is rushing to the hospital to see her sick child. Or maybe her marriage is ending and she just had an argument with her husband. Or maybe somebody just died. Or I don't know what's going on in her life. Or maybe, just maybe, she glanced down to change the radio station for a second and her mind skipped. You know, maybe, maybe it was just something simple as that. I've done that you know, and looked up and went, whoops, sorry, you know. Um, So I don't have to come up with the answer to why she cut me off. I just have to comprehend that there are multiple possibilities that weren't aimed at me. (laughs) That's all. It's just, it has nothing to do with me, why she cut me off. It wasn't some sort of attack on me. So then that gives me the ability to not judge her for her driving. 
So judgment-free driving, I'm not allowed to judge anybody for any mistake that I feel that they made on the road, no matter what it is. Now, I can obviously still take action. If I need to hit the brakes, I still hit the brakes. But I just don't judge people for it. You know, I don't deem them as wrong. Right. Um. So that's the, I mean, that that's a big second part is the whole, uh, the whole idea that, yeah, you know, the the first part of not reacting, of pausing before you before you give an answer or, you know, before you react in general is if somebody asks you to do something, think about it. You know, think about, do I really want to do this? Do I really have time? Am I going to be able to do this the right way? All of that stuff. But then the reverse side of that is, you know... Um, that friend that asked you and the other person to a party, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they knew that you were going to give a measured answer. Um, the other person that, that that said no, they, the person that asked the question, did not pause and jumped on the other, jumped <laughs> right. down the other person's throat about it. They did not mm-hmm. react appropriately. Right. So, and I think that that's what you were saying with the driving is that, um, you know, the other side of this is when something negative happens, don't react too quickly. Don't react too quickly. Right. And it's, it's that under it, you're right. It's both sides. You know, we have to understand that, that we live in that judgmental society. And that's one of the reasons why we do this because people are snapping to judgment so quickly. And that the, the driving thing is just a little tool to help get out of that pattern because you're in a safe atmosphere. So you can get out of that pattern of judging. And one thing I found very interesting is as I started practicing not judging other people in that situation, not only did I not judge people in other situations, but I stopped judging myself. You know, when, when we're, you can't live a life judging other people without judging yourself. So that's what brings it full circle right back to what we started talking about. When, when, when you're feeling pressured to answer somebody with a positive response, you're feeling not only the pressure from them, but the pressure from yourself. You know, that, that oh, I have to be good. I have to be looked at in a, in a good light. I need to give them the answer that they want to hear or else they're not going to like me. You know, and it's all subconscious running underneath. But if we can break out of that pattern um, by something as simple as a dry, little driving experiment, and and get used to being conscious of why we're making our decisions and how automatic they are, and and that's how we can practice pausing. You know, it's like okay, I I don't want to react. I don't want to be judgmental. I'm going to just pause for a second and a lot of times it's literally that quick it's a second sometimes two seconds that's it it's just enough to stop that automatic reaction from shooting out your mouth when i gave that person the answer to the party to them they probably didn't even notice that i paused but i had been doing it for a while so i did you know i paused but it was only for a couple seconds and they didn't even notice it but I stopped for a moment and was like, what do I want to? No, I don't want to do that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the other thing, when you're, li- when you're implementing these different types of things in your life, 
sometimes you might get weird reactions from other people because they're not doing it too, you know. So, which is okay, you know. If if somebody somebody reacts back to you in a negative light, well, oh, why, 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 why can't you go? It's all right, <laughs> you know. Pause on that. So, um, all right, we're about halfway through the show, which is uh, when we transition to do our question portion. Oh boy! And um, first, before we do that, can you tell people where they can send questions to the show? Sure. Uh, please send the questions into uh, my Facebook page, Life Enhancement Services, or my personal Facebook page. And also my website, you can private message me there. Uh, the website is life-enhancement-services.com. And uh, all the all the questions remain anonymous always. So, uh, you know, if you have topic ideas that you'd like to hear discussed or, or specific questions, um, send them all in. All right, awesome. And I'm actually, there's, there's two questions today. We, I'm sorry, Ben. We have a one question limit per there, show. There are two <laughs> questions today. Uh, All right, self, we'll break the rules. For selfishly, you. selfishly, one of them is is for me. <gasps> they, they are uh, supposed to remain anonymous. <laughs> one of them is from a young gentleman, uh, a friend of a friend, a friend of a friend, <laughs> and um, but no, my question is that I feel like it is easier to pause on the positive reaction with someone that you love that you're close with it's easier to stop and go wait you don't know i'm not going to do that however it is almost impossible for a lot of people myself included to pause on a negative reaction for someone you love you are always quicker to jump down their throat you're always quicker to you know they say something you don't want to hear and you're you're quicker to get mad you don't how do you pause before reacting negatively to someone that you're close with yeah that it's that's actually a very important point it's whenever possible this is why it's important to practice and that's one of the reasons why I brought up the the car driving uh, experiment because this does take some practice and you want to have it in your head what you're going to do and how you're going to live before you're in that heated moment because the 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 emotional charge that you feel when you get angry, when something negative comes up, you just want to, you know, many of us do want to attack back. If you feel attacked, you want to attack back. So if you know ahead of time that you go, you know, this is something that I'm working on, and you, it's going to take some time, so you can even practice on the more positive ones and then later on bring it in on the negative. But if you have it set in your head ahead of time that this is, this is how you're going to live from now on, you're going to not just give answers, you're going to pause and think about them, then you practice doing it. If you wait until you're filled with a negative charge and you go, oh, um, what was that thing I was going to be doing? I was going to um, not feed into this anger and I was going to pot. It's too late. You know, it's too late to figure out what you're going to do when you're in the middle of it. So you need to have a plan ahead of time. 
You need to start implementing things ahead of time. So if you can, implement it wherever you can, wherever you can, and then start bringing it into that. You know, but it's, it's, it's funny that it's that way. It's, it's comical because the, this is, to me, this proves how unconscious we live. Yes. Because why would you go in quicker into a negative situation than you would a positive situation? Yeah. If you were living consciously, you wouldn't do that. Right. It's just foolish. There's more negative consequences that can happen rushing into a negative situation, you know. But that just tells us how habitual we are and how much we do react, you know, and, and how important it is to reel this in and start working on it. Right. But it and it's so easy to you know, it's so easy to get into that fight, to instigate that fight with a, you know, a friend, a close friend or a family member. Um and uh so so that's I think I I don't know. I, I think that probably the those are the three biggest things where where pausing would really be helpful. One, when someone asks you to do something. Two, when someone does something that you don't like or asks you something that you don't like. And three, what you know, in cases of road rage and stuff. And three, with close friends and loved ones and family members yeah, the, where you could react. The filter goes off when yeah. you're around family members and, and close friends. You know, you feel safe around them, so you, you feel like you can just react in whatever, and they're still going to love you. There's, there's not as big of a consequence when it's somebody you're close with. Right. Um, which is, uh, you know, again, it's just an example of living unconsciously. It's, I mean, the, the people that you care about the most, why should they be treated worse than a stranger on the street? And yet they normally are. You know, when we're living unconsciously, they normally are. And as, I mean, I I think you can, I think you see it in relationships a lot too, you know. Um, it's once, sometimes, some people, it's once the the marriage is done and they got that piece of paper. Sometimes it's just being in a relationship for a long period of time. They get to that point where they go, oh, you know, she she's not going to leave me. And you know, yeah. then they then they just react in any way that they feel appropriate. And it's just that that's the that's the one person that you should be showing the most caring to. You you should you know they they deserve the 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 pause. They deserve for you to take that pause and to give them an honest, caring answer. You know, even more so than a stranger on a street. If if you wanted to categorize people, but yet they'll get the backlash. You know, it's it honestly it it doesn't make sense when you really look at it. And whenever something doesn't make sense when you really look at it, it's it's usually because we're not aware of what we're doing. We're not living consciously. All right, and now our second question from someone who has listened to every show, a uh, big fan says um i recently said yes to something to help a friend out of obligation ever since saying yes i have dreaded the idea of fulfilling this obligation that i agreed to 
And as it draws closer, I just want to bail. What do I do? Mm. Yeah, with that one, it's it somewhat depends on the situation. Um, but I'll try to answer it as generically as I can. I mean, obviously, if there's still time to get out of the situation and you might be able to talk to this friend and get out of it and you're strong, you have a strong feeling that 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 um, that might be able to happen, then why not have the, con- <laughs> you know, have the conversation. Honesty is always the best policy. Um, that being said, a lot of times with these situations, you know, they come on pretty quick. So you react, there's a yes given, and then that person's counting on it or depending on it. And it's, it would really screw things up if you backed out. The, I think that that's more of the common situation. And with those, personally, what I do is I look at them as learning experiences. It's a learning experience, you know. Um, sometimes in our lives, we have to do things we don't like. So, you know, in those situations, I try to suck it up, do it to the best of my ability, even though I don't like doing it, and just make a huge mental note and say, this is why I pause. <laughs> this yeah. is why I pause because I choose not to live like this. You know, I'm not going to keep doing these things that I don't like and and locking myself in on these things. And this was, yes, it was a pain in the butt, but this is really going to stick in my mind as a wonderful reason why I'm going to start implementing this pausing uh, technique. Um. So now... To close on, after you know talking about all this, one thing has been uh, making me think about this. Is this three questions, Ben? Well, I this already is broke a, the rules. This is just adding. Two. I'm this not isn't sure. an official question, uh, but but what I'm wondering is, uh, doesn't it seem like as a society, everyone is just conscious that everyone is lying to each other, <laughs> and that like. You just tolerate how much your friends lie. Like, everyone knows that if she said yes, she's going to come to this party. And then all of a sudden, she had to do this. And this is the fourth time something like this has happened. She's probably exaggerating. She's probably not being fully truthful. Right. So on and so forth. All of, you know, I would I would venture to say 90% of friends do this to each other and uh how unhealthy is it that we're all lying to each other and that we all (laughs) accept a certain level of untruthfulness well it's it's it it's just a matter of what type of life you want to live i mean you know it's true that society there's a large portion of society that's running around acting like that um and I live within that society, but I don't come across it that often because most of the people I associate on a regular basis don't do that. Um, so, you know, it doesn't affect my world quite so much. And when, because I'm living consciously, when somebody does do that to me, I usually do pick up on it pretty quickly because it's so out of the ordinary for me. So it's like, so I, I know very quickly that I can't depend on that person and that's where they go. 
You know, they go in the I can't depend on them category. And if I need something, I'm not going to call on them because I can't depend on them. So how bad is it that most people have a collection of uh, people around them that should go into the I can't count on them category? Well, to me, it's 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 just a microcosm. Of the macrocosm. I mean, we, we look at our society and we go, oh my God, politicians lie. It's ridiculous, but we accept it. It's the same thing. Our friends lie. We accept it. And then, then you know, we can't walk around going, oh my God, people shouldn't lie and demonize them for it because we, most of the people walking around are doing the same thing. It's part of society. It's accepted. The mass consciousness you know, we wonder why that the, there's these big problems in society, and we think that we can sit back at home and point the finger out at the people on TV and go, look, they lie. And it's, you know, they're bad, they lie. Well, if you're doing the same thing in your own world, it's the same thing. Now, you can call them white lies, you can say they're harmless, um, and, you know, to some degree, you might be right. But the fact is, is if you're lying on a regular basis, you're lying on a regular basis. If you want to sweep it under the rug and continue living like that, that's fine. A lot of society does that. I, I'm not going to judge you for it. But, but you know, then when we look at society as a larger whole and go, oh, my God, there's lying going on and people don't treat each other right. Well, yeah, no kidding. You know, it's to, I think to sum it up, it's what, Gandhi said, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. I mean, if you don't like the idea that people are walking around lying, then stop lying in your own life. And the best way to do that is to... Lock yourself in the car and don't judge anybody (laughs) when you're driving. (laughs) I was going to say to pause. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I just couldn't resist. (laughs) Uh, locking yourself in a car sounded so dramatic. You know? Yes. Um, yes. It's, so the best it's, way to do that is? To pause. Thank you. Pause. Don't react. <laughs> so that's going to do it for our pause and don't react podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is presented by Life Enhancement Services of Rhode Island with New Shore Productions. For more information on Glenn Ambrose and his work, visit life-enhancement-services.com.